Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. That feeling when you find untoasted bread in your toaster oven and you realize, oh yeah, I never made that snack after all yesterday. Oh yeah, kind of like the time I went to town specifically for Zyrtec, stopped for coffee and a scone, and came home empty-handed. My cat has become my aggressive little spoon. (laughs) He has zero boundaries, zero personal space, but at least he's warm. I have a little pet peeve called dry January. Oh, and hashtag no new things January. Why do we sacrifice so much joy in the darkest, coldest, most dreadful month of the year? I hear you, sister. Have such a good day. Hello, world. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, episode 176. The show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life, your entertainment, small talk, big talk, all the talks in between. We do it here. How y'all doing out there? We're almost yeah, done in January, Sarah. There's hope left. Oh, man. In I mean, world. it's almost Feb. <laughs> it's almost Feb. Uh, in fact, it might be February by the time you listen to this. Maybe. Uh, yeah, we'll see. On where you are. Uh, you know, we we love you for whatever point you're at in the Have Such a Good Day journey. But yes, Heather and I, I'm Sarah, by the way, uh, want you to 
feel the most love when you're listening to the show because we feel the love for you or the most hate just depends just depends on yeah like what you kind can of mood you're in it's fine we 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 we've gone through that as well like you want to hate listen all good it, you um, know at the end of the day you just gotta laugh so you don't cry and that's kind of why we do the show really at the at the end of the day yes i know <laughs> not to paint ourselves as like almost falling apart at all times <laughs> although sometimes that does happen it but does. hey you know i know we we're in good company we here. are definitely in good company and you know we're always all of us are works in progress so yeah i wonder um how y'all are doing out there i'm definitely ready for january to be over it feels like a extra long month it's almost like doesn't this month have i, I don't know it feels what is it a 30 day oh no, it's a 30 31 days of january right it's 31 Whew. yeah because 30 it's days have september april june and, and i was gone for yeah. two weeks and it still feels long <laughs> well that probably is part of it maybe because you know, there was a lot of travel yeah, and true. logistics and you know that sometimes tends to make something feel like oh man a lot of things happened this month that january is true. flew by for me um uh, real quick, um, and we won't, you know, go back too hard on the health train because I feel like I'll probably have a little bit more to talk about that next week. But this uh, this coming Friday, we're recording this on a Monday. This coming Friday is my final chemo session. Yay! Yay! Yeah, and I'm kind of stressed out about it to be honest really? because I well, I want it to be over, and I'm glad that this is the last one. Mm -hmm. This is the last of four. Many people have more than four chemo sessions. Mm -hmm. And for that, I salute y'all. <laughs> because right around my third, um, I started to get, I think because I kind of, I knew what to expect. I knew what was in store for me. And so I started to get a little panicky um, uh, beforehand. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, like my first session I rolled in, like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And then afterwards I was like, well, that was a long day. Uh, and the second one was, you know, kind of more of the same. The third one I had a hard time with. Mm -hmm. I, I was just, you know, it's like, I just, I hate it here. I don't want to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just, I had kind of a tough one. Do you think it was because um, you were, it was a worse experience or because you were just, you knew what to expect and yeah, you weren't in the mood? No, it wasn't a worse experience in any way. Okay. And I, I can't say enough for the RNs um, who more or less kind of run the show there uh -huh. and everybody is so nice i've had a different kind of head nurse assigned to me mm -hmm. every time because everybody's just busy and yeah. you know there's so many people coming in and out of there it's a it's a pretty big infusion center mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i just i just had a hard time um on the third session and i won't go into like the you know like yucky details of you know why that was but i'm sure you can imagine but uh but yeah this friday will be my final sesh and i mean knock on wood everybody uh you know i hope i am never in the situation again really 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 i have a that. feeling that yeah this is gonna be a this is gonna be an okay session it's gonna be your last one it'll go smoothly i i hope i already knocked on wood if you didn't hear that uh and I'm crossing <laughs> all my fingers and toes and thank you so um on a totally different tip and this is uh <laughs> This is this is sort of a long time coming, but we talk on the show so much. Heather and I both talk about property management and how many challenges that brings along with it. And, you know, Heather is a property owner. I am not, but we've both been managing our properties, you know, and lots of similarities and lots of differences there. Sure. Um, one of the very, very big differences is that because I rent this property, I have been told uh, by the people who own the property that it's probably getting sold. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that that's kind of a, that's a, that's, that's a sure thing. Mm -hmm. Not gonna be tomorrow, um, but it's probably gonna be within the first couple quarters of this year. Meaning that unless I wanna get crazy and like refuse to leave or something, you know, after the property gets sold, which as a renter, depending on you know what state or country you live in, you have different rights. But there are a certain amount of rights that one has 
but I'm also not really looking. I pictured you like holding onto a tree, like climbing up into a tree and like staying yeah, like, there, I refusing to leave. <laughs> yeah, my dog just like, you know, just like biting everybody who like tries to come by and look at the house where they're like, oh no, no thank you. But, um, which he would never do. No. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like it's probably, it's probably time. Mm -hmm. I've lived here for over three years. And as a renter, I've never lived anywhere <laughs> this long besides it's like the three being a itch. child yeah. and yeah. living with my parents. It's usually the two-year itch for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, it's almost like clockwork. Like It is kind of like clockwork. It's weird. And I spend the whole first year just like making it my own mm -hmm. and, you know, making things, you know, that corner is Learning so to love it. And, yeah. oh, you know, I, I bought new, uh, you know, maybe a new piece of furniture or mm -hmm. some new artwork or... You know, I, I found a reason to, you know, really sort of dig into, you know, this little space. And after that second year, I'm kind of like, all right, what's next? Mm -hmm. Where do I go? You know, what's better than this? Or what makes more sense mm -hmm. than this? Maybe there's cheaper rent somewhere. You know, maybe it's more expensive rent, but it's a better space. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those questions that you ask yourself um, when you're somewhat, you know, everything is kind of temporary. Mm -hmm. And this is this situation is no exception it's been it's been a um kind of a long long time coming and i don't totally know what the next chapter is you know a lot of this has to do with the fact that i've been i've been here longer than i thought i would be because i have health issues and that just just grounded any sort of like ooh, all right you know let's think about the next chapter for sarah it's mm -hmm. like the next chapter kind of has to it's it it's all dependent on me being ready for that next chapter of course uh, which i feel pretty good about now but i didn't a few months ago mm -hmm. a few months ago i was like oh, here we go again you know like i'm just derailed again yeah. and uh you know it, it felt very out of my control, mm -hmm. uh, which nobody likes to feel mm -hmm. like. I, I really don't. Uh, you know, I. <laughs> you can call me many things, but I like to have a routine. I like to at least feel like I'm in control of my own destiny. Yeah. And when that doesn't happen, that's very difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, it keeps me up at night, to say the least. Um, so I don't, you know, again, like next week, I'm not moving anywhere. I won't be moving anywhere for the next couple of months. but. It's something I'm going to have to think about, and and I am, and I don't really know what the answer is yet, but I will keep y'all informed, and if you have any advice for me, I'd love to hear it, because boy, if there's anything I've learned after being <laughs> on this earth for 46 years is that I know nothing. Hi at have such a good day .com is where you can write Sarah and we love your emails because I know for this month and the next two or three months um, we will welcome your emails even more so because all I get are emails from the IRS and my CPA and tax related emails that I'd rather not read so email us mm. early and often and Sarah I have to say that you know, you and I have been talking about this offline for a while, uh, this situation, and you've really come a long way. And I, I'm really proud of you. And I think, I, I, I hate to sound cheesy, but like, there's this. This is what my dad used to always tell me, that there's a like, I think it's a Chinese character that it like is written the same way, and it it means crisis and opportunity. So what it mm. kind of means is that often in crisis, it opens this other door to opportunity, to a new opportunity, to a new chapter that can be very exciting. And I think that that's what you should, yeah, you, you're obviously leaning toward that more now instead of it being like out of your control and this kind of, you know, shitty turn of events. It's, it could be so great, like this next thing. And yeah. it has to be, it will be. And yes, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see what's on the other side. Well, thanks, Heath. Um, you know, and thanks to all of you who have written in lots of positive reinforcement for me. I mean, it does not go unnoticed. I, I, I really do appreciate it. And, you know, I am not a shrinking violet. Everything <laughs> is going to be fine. Yeah. And, you know, on the, on the next 
outside of this fence, <laughs> whatever the metaphor is, um, it'll be great. It'll, it'll be great. And, you know, I'm just, I'm starting to think about that now, you know, kind of looking around my house, like, you know, what do I want to trash? Uh -huh. You know, cause every time I move, there's always something where I'm like, it didn't make the cut. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's either going to, you know, be left behind. Sometimes like a landlord is like, oh, I'll take that mattress. Yeah. You know, or like there's some plants where I'm like, I, they're not going to make the trip. Yeah. You know, let's just leave them in the yard and hopefully the next person will love them kind of thing. And it's such a cathartic they're, they're, thing, you know, like you're yeah. going to go through all your stuff. Like we actually cleaned out my garage uh, a few days ago and we painted the walls because they're super dirty. We had to move out some furniture that was just you know, it was just stuff that was cloaked in there, you know, that you're like, I'll deal with it later. Um, yeah. Been there for years now. And it's like, it's time. It's time to get these these things out of here. They're collecting dust. They're getting mildewy. And it was so cathartic. I mean, we reorganized everything, cleaned it, yeah. sprayed it out. And yeah, I mean, I actually really enjoy that when I move. I mean, it can be stressful, but it's also like such a a, uh, a kind of a spring clean, if you will. Oh, for sure. I um, you know, I, I know somebody who recently moved into an apartment, and um, and for a while they were like, I don't even, I don't even know if this is right. You know, I like, I don't know if I like it here. Uh -huh. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm like the neighborhood's weird, and you know, this and that. It's like, I, I know, I know that feeling, and then, you know, it's like certain furniture that was maybe on back order has finally arrived yeah. and now there's a rug and now it's like ooh, i could put something on this wall mm. and you know it it turns around pretty quick i've always found that like especially moving into a new apartment which i've done like i don't know 18 times now you know <laughs> as an adult a lot yeah you a have lot of yeah. well no not 18 times as an adult i'm adding in times i move with my parents which were also quite a few times but but maybe that I'm doesn't so count. I'm so used yeah. to like that, that, you know, you kind of look around and go like, this is never going to work. This is never going to be me. Yeah. Yeah. And then you put a little work into it and then you're like, you know what? I'm starting to feel different about this. Totally. I think when you move to a new city, it, it takes like a good year, if not two, yeah. to start to really appreciate your surroundings in in the sense that it is your home. And I feel like I'm starting to feel that way here or I was in this last year. Um, and I think it's the same way with the home. It's like, yeah, it takes time. It's, it's kind of a slog in the beginning, you know, a lot of cardboard boxes and, and, you know, packing materials, but it is such a cathartic experience. And I'm, I'm excited to see where, where you land, Sarah. And I think, I think it'll be great. Um, it's exciting well, new change you. for a new year and a new you. <laughs> yeah new year new me mm -hmm. um etc cetera, etc cetera. dot 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 we will uh you know TBD. we'll circle back we will i don't know <laughs> any dumb cliche just throw it in there i hear yeah, you yeah it's the show but the heather how's, how's besides um i don't know spraying down stuff in your garage and painting it how's everything been going over there super sexy things going on up here you know um i went i wanted to yeah I'll, I'll fill you in on what i've been up to but um um, one quick little note. Um, so it's my it's my boyfriend's birthday week, and he he's he's not exactly like a girl about his birthday, but he does kind of get excited about it because he you know I go what do you want to do, and then he plans the day, and it's all great. And there's this whole tradition we, we do where he, whoever's birthday it is, they get an entire week to pick what you watch, like, and you you kind of spring it on the other person. You they can watch whatever they want. You know, it can be a TV show, movie, whatever. Um, and then he kind of, you know, so last night was his first night um, to spring something on us. And he had sort of a, um, a, new, um, a new copy of the, the classic uh, 1996 movie Freeway with Reese Witherspoon. And Which you love. I love it. I remember I love it. that you loved it. And that it was movie. perfect because I, hadn't, I haven't seen it in a long time. So it was like, a, it was like that perfect moment to rewatch. Like I got really into it. And, it. and it's a director's cut, so I hadn't seen that. And it, there was all these new you know, they polished it a little bit, like in post, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, maybe it was a 4K, I don't know. Anyway, but I wanted to mention... <laughs> Blu-ray 4K, I, whatever. <laughs> so I just love the unpolished Reese Witherspoon because I, I used to be a really big fan. Not that I hate her or anything now, but she's so polished now. She's so, 
wealthy and known and she takes all these similar roles like one after another this like cute girlfriend you know that some romantic comedy neurotic yeah yeah Yeah. and in this um in this movie she plays a modern day like little red riding hood and Kiefer sutherland kind of plays the wolf quote unquote her name is vanessa lutz in this and she's kind of a troubled teen with a temper but when she like rages she's so cute and she's so good and she just has such these like acting skills that i just don't see from her anymore and i just miss it so reese if you're listening (laughs) do another movie like freeway because you are so damn good and i could watch it over and over every every year what like like some like memorable thing where she was like i know trick baby yeah yeah there was a movie where she was like she was very very angry and i like yeah yeah no that's exactly what she said something that was it was like a meme before there were memes. Totally. Because this she, movie goes back some time. It does. Yeah, 96. And, and it has like Brooke Shields in it. It's very, it's kind of, it's not campy, but it's definitely, um, it's hard to explain. But if, if you guys cult, haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah. It's like, very culty. I don't culty. even know if dark comedy is the right it word is. for I it. It is. I would say it's a dark comedy. And Kiefer Sutherland is yeah. like, you haven't seen him in a role like this. He's just this like totally creepy like he's married to Brooke Shields and they just have this ridiculous relationship it, it's a fun movie people who know Kiefer Sutherland in real life might say maybe it's a little bit closer to maybe it is true fiction. to form yeah but this you is, know what this is true. wasn't there don't know <laughs> so I was mentioning <laughs> off the top of the show that you know January feels like a long month is it February yet I mean you kind of see people kind of you know, complaining about that online. Um, You know, I'm personally ready for like the flowers to bloom. We're kind of getting the property kind of updated a little bit um, on some levels because this is a good time, at least for the Airbnbs, because it's probably the time of the year that we have the most gaps in guests. So we'll have like four days where I can get a carpenter contractor out here to fix something. And you know, there's always something to do. Always. We, um, we just re kind of reinforced or put new wood like on our, one of our decks. Um, we, we actually had from this recent storm, you know, this has been our big fear. Um, we have this little redwood cabin that's super cute and it's really close to the cliff's edge, but that's what people like about it. It's not going to fall off. It's not like that sketchy. It's going to take years for it to get to that point, but we're watching it. And with this recent storm, some of that edge like fell off, like a pretty significant chunk. Um, And, you know, we're kind of like, I'm out there with a a guy, with one of my contractors trying to figure out, you know, we we need to like, you know, this is a a big liability, let's be honest. Um, And just, you know, in general, like we just want people to be safe. And and so we're working on building a really cool looking, you know, so we don't ruin the view. You have to be really like, thoughtful so i'm you know going down this road uh, on pinterest like trying to figure out a good way to create a fence uh with a you know million dollar ocean view um that isn't so much of a fence (laughs) so um you know we're gonna do kind of a rope thing with these uh wood um you know posts and and make it so that you can kind of see under it and over it and all the things and around it and i think it's going to be pretty cool i actually think it's going to look pretty cool um, we're, you know, we're kind of in the midst of, I told you we have a, we had a huge tree fall down on the property. And when you actually go to the base of it, I think I mentioned this on the show recently, it's so huge. It's really hard to explain how big this thing is and we're never going to get rid of it. I mean, I have no idea how we're going to chip away at this huge tree. I mean, we can drive down the driveway now. It's not blocking the driveway, but it's still, there's this massive tree like in, you know, there so i mean we cut down the parts that are blocking the driveway but it's still you know there's a huge huge tree there um you know so i'm having an arborist uh, come out this week and you know we're going to look at the integrity of the rest of the trees and and that kind of thing i mean these are things you just we have to do living on acreage like this especially right uh, on the ocean so i'm kind of getting back into the swing of the biz um i enjoy a lot of it it's actually been kind of fun like I guess sort of like I like the I like these new problems that I have to figure out how to solve that I know nothing about, you know, like where do I buy some hardy rope? Where do I what kind of wood is going to (laughs) survive, you know, being right on the coast, being hit by the salt air? You know what I mean? Like 
uh, that kind of thing and yeah. just sort of understanding how to well like, and prep. even if you have somebody come in like you know like a consultant and say here's what i think you should do exactly you know i know for me i'm like okay that sounds great but like is that actually going to work for me yeah because i'm the one who lives here exactly you know so you have to like you have to like think about the you know what the expert tells you but be able to push back sometimes and be like i love this idea but this is why i want to go in a different direction you do you do and you have to you have to be like a strong managerial voice at times and sometimes i, mean, I love a collaboration like i love working with people who are more expert in other fields and then we work together to figure out the best plan i have some great people that um work for me and i'm lucky it's not always the case but i just um i you know you if you saw my search my internet search recently it would be very amusing i mean the things that i'm looking up at to you know because i'm trying to give myself an education on some of these things but some of the stuff's pretty mm -hmm. wacky um and um and yeah just sort of like this general like maximizing thing that i've mentioned on the show before that i i do think i'm kind of a maximizer and that that kind of means like somebody who is always trying to find the best of the best like um you know so <laughs> i've been looking at i really want to get some outdoor furniture we don't have much um we have some you know we have a picnic table but it starts to rot after a while and you really need to it's really hard to find you know, good, attractive outdoor furniture when you live right on the ocean because it's, you know, the salt water is brutal and wood rots mm -hmm. and you just have to be really particular about what you choose. So I've been going down this major rabbit hole on Adirondack chairs and I really want to get some oh, like yeah. comfy we have, chairs. We have a few of them on this property. They hold up very nicely, but they're not cheap. I know they're not. And the thing is they're, they're all, I mean, it's really hard to get they're about the same price each depending on you know that you can get all wood or you can get there's a lot of different um you know faux uh sort of uh, just variations yeah. of plastic and wood and that kind of thing and i mean i obviously prefer the wood i like the feel of it i like the look of it but you know wood wood does it does rot <laughs> so um i'm really it's yeah it's it's all about like the material um and you know are they going to survive out there you know we're going to have to pull them in every time there's a storm i mean it gets to be this maintenance thing i think that's why my dad didn't have a lot of furniture out there because it is it, it blows off the cliff you know um but a friend of ours gave us an outdoor fire pit which is sort of greased the wheels for me to get adirondack chairs because i want to have some comfy chairs to i don't know um roast a, a marshmallow over the fire or something on a starry night so yeah i'm um, no. working on, well, on doing that the and... only one to want to do that no i'm, I'm excited a very There's... popular thing it is uh, at least at, at our property i mean people love like, i've never met so many s'mores lovers um, <laughs> than, you know really people who rent the house at my property like they're just like s'mores yay it's such a novel like, thing even, like during fire season where i'm yeah. like you guys probably should not build a fire <laughs> but i guess the kids want s'mores it's so, such a novel thing know, when you go on vacation especially going to the woods or going camping i get it i get it but like you know i would do yeah. more than have s'mores out there but um but uh but yeah i i just this is my way of dealing with a relentless winter i like projects and i i often will drive myself a little crazy with them though because you know like especially with you know it's that maximizing like the perfectionist in me and i want to get the perfect thing for the outdoor you know to sit on i want to be comfortable like and i i kind of like i think i'm looking for something that doesn't exist in a lot of ways um but it right, is fun which keeps to... you from like going forward yeah exactly like, well i haven't found the perfect thing yeah it's like, totally do you need the perfect thing but yeah and the I thing know. is that the one last thing i want to say about like the the kind of the i know the winter is not totally winding down yet but maybe there's just like phase one at least up here um and i went out the other day and you know there's a lot of dead plants and tree uh, you know just things and so i um i got myself sort of a medium-sized um clippers they're you know they're you know you, they can you use your hands and you clip things with them um they call <laughs> yes, it deadheading clippers. yeah and uh <laughs> yeah but i a lot of the ones that i have are really small and so i got this kind of bigger version and i went out the other day and it was so cathartic that's like my word of the week 
and just, you know, getting rid of all the dead stuff, starting fresh, you know, like this is such a great like ritual, I think, to get excited about the next season, kind of like you and moving to a new place and, you know, shedding some new, you know, getting some new skin, shedding old skin and the fantasy of what's to come. Um, this is, I guess, how I deal with with uh, this time of year. And I'd like to know how you guys deal with kind of relentless winters. Email us at hi at have such a good day.com. Indeed. Um, yeah. Uh, relentless winters. I mean, I, we, Heather and I know many of you are in, you know, <laughs> snow bunkers. Um, yeah. You know, or, or some, somewhere in between, you know, like balmy. I don't know. Some of my friends in Miami are like, oh my God, it was 55 degrees today. So cold. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 55 degrees was our high today. Um, but I'm also in California. So like, yeah, someone would be like, minus six was my high today. So everyone should <laughs> shut up. <laughs> we get it. We um, do. But, but moving on to, you know, how you kind of uh, navigate life, um, whether it's whether it's a warmer or colder season, many of the things that um, and this kind of goes back to some of our conversations that uh, you and I, Heather, have had over the last, gosh, you know, two plus years about COVID. Mm -hmm. one, of, one of the things that um, I had a hard time with, and I don't really know why, mm -hmm. I, I, I can't really like pin it to anything specific, but music stopped giving me joy. I would listen to something like if I was in my car or even at home and I'd be like, nah, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I would, I would go, there are certain albums like, you know, uh, uh, Kid A, Radiohead. Like, uh -huh. I can listen to that album every day for the rest of my life. I would never get sick of it. And there are certain other, like, songs or maybe albums that I gravitate towards. But I was like, I started to, because I kind of pride myself on, like, knowing new music. Sure. Maybe my genres lean a little bit more hip-hop than country. Well, very much. I hope but so. But like, I kind of knew what was up. Yeah. And, you know, I, I felt like people would like send me albums and I'd listen to like a song, maybe two, and be like, no, I don't, I don't want to. It doesn't I don't like do it this. for, yeah, like it doesn't move you at yeah, all. Yeah, like it's not that I don't even like the, the style. It's that like something's wrong with me. Yeah, totally. Like I, I get it. I, I felt like I was joyless when yeah. it came to music. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it really bothered me. Yeah. And, um, and it continues to, but I feel like I'm kind of getting back on the track. Mm -hmm. But um, no pun I, intended. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Get it? Track. Um, <laughs> I'm a poet, and I didn't know it. But uh, I, um, I, I subscribe to not very many, but a few newsletters. You know that are kind of like. I don't know, uh, helping the rest of us like know what's cool. Oh yeah, I, I got some of those subscriptions. Those you've stacks. got some of those too. Yeah. And I, I actually, um, I did get a recommendation for a, it's a Substack, um, but it's called Flow State, like F-L-O-W-S-T-A-T uh -huh. dot F-M. Mm -hmm. dot F-M, which was pretty cool. And I'll explain why. So the whole idea between, um, you know, beyond, behind, <laughs> <laughs> what they're doing on this particular uh, adventure is... They're giving people a daily two-hour mix of stuff that you can play while working that has no vocals. Uh -huh. Because many people, myself included, like in the morning when I'm working, I can't have the TV on. Like I can't, I just can't, you know, too, too much. You know, I can't like watch a movie. That'd be crazy. And I can't really listen to lyrics yeah. in songs because then like I'm listening to words and I can't type my own words. Mm -hmm. I like I listening to music. Yeah, many people do. Some people are like, oh, I don't care. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that. I can't, I, mean, I can't work, no. Mm -mm. It would be like somebody being like, hey, Sarah, let me talk to you about this thing. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't work. I, I'm working, please, please Yeah, stop. it's hard to concentrate don't talk on to me right two now. different streams of consciousness, I guess. It's yeah, like it's just like multitasking does not work with my brain that way. So this whole this whole idea b behind this this particular effort is okay. We know you might want to just like crank mm -hmm. on some work mm -hmm. for a couple hours every morning, and we're not going to give you anything with lyrics, but we're going to give you like a very 
interesting esoteric um mashup of like many artists that i mean i've never heard of well some of the artists i've heard of like jeff beck yes i've heard of him mm -hmm. like that was like they had a jeff beck day but many of the other ones i'm like this is so cool like even like there was like a country music one recently where i was like eh, i'm not gonna like this and i was like this is actually really cool wow it was like more like fun and ambient and like a little bit more modern mm -hmm. and like not so much like i don't know what not super twangy considered like traditional well, uh country i know what you mean traditional country i i have less of a problem with it's more modern country i guess but you know i also don't really know what i'm talking about so i don't want to bag on anybody but <laughs> I just I like the concept of this. Yeah, totally. That's sort of that's that's my point here. So is, is like, it just like I, random? Like you you get an email and it's like it'll give you a playlist that that like yeah. is completely could be anything, but it doesn't have lyrics. Totally. Oh, I like totally. that. Like sometimes it's like, you know, for example, today it was like Country Music Day from like a band that's been around in New York City for quite some time, mm -hmm. and then it's like, oh, there's this like Japanese cellist who now lives in Prague. <laughs> I you love know, that. That's your two up. hours. You know, where you're just like, okay, let's play it. Cool. You know, like it's just like ambient stuff. Neat. I love it. I love the concept of this so much. So I wanted to share it with everybody. No, this is really great because um I have the same, you know, we I have the same issue when I work. It's it's really hard for me. I usually kind of listen to the radio, but really low. Um, and especially if I'm really focusing, I just turn the volume all the way down just for a bit so I can focus. But when I cook, I really like a little bit of something and sure. um i been i like i think i've mentioned on the show that i listen to a variety of like ennio morricone stuff a lot of like italian like um soundtracky from movies but like it's it's there's not a lot of lyrics it's all very um you know it's all very sort of ambient atmospheric stuff um but it's fun it's yeah, fun atmospheric yeah i love it yeah, and i could totally to use uh because sometimes i'll just like we have this janky little cd player in the kitchen that kind of works it it's kind of a funny thing it i think it has um, a mind of its own because it'll turn on when i like turn the heat on the stove and it'll just like turn on its, itself. It's really I'm ready to play. Yeah, it's a really funny little little guy. It's it's like a ten dollar janky CD player that we got off Amazon, but we hook it up to the Bluetooth to like a nice speaker, and it works. And like my boyfriend really likes CDs still, and he burns them. So um, I just kind of I play whatever's in there because I'm lazy. But this is great because I can just do it on my phone and you know have it go to my Bluetooth speaker. And um, so I'm going to try it. I, I'll report back. Um, I'm into this and I'm going to spread should. the word. Yeah. Yeah. I also, you know, I, especially because my, I don't know, my listening habits have been so strange. Um, and if anybody like is like nodding, saying like mine too, like do let us know. Cause I would love to know like what is going on in our brains where music <laughs> stopped being like fun and enjoyable to discover because I've always liked that. Yeah. Always, always, yeah, you always. Have. And I think, I think sort of, I don't know, uh, making myself be like, all right, well, you say you don't like country music, but like two hours isn't going to kill you. Yeah. And you know, you can just listen to it like softly mm -hmm. in the background, make yourself a little bagel sandwich, yeah. whatever you have to do. You know do your work and then if you don't like it you don't have to listen to it exactly. again this is something that goes on if i'm in my car and i'm you know if i'm in my car and i'm playing something specific then that's what i'm doing but like i will sometimes listen to like i don't know a variety of radio stations and there'll be things where i'm like eh, eh, hmm, i don't know but i'll leave it on mm -hmm. and then i'm happy i did yeah because I like discovered new music. Like there's nothing wrong. There's nothing like that's being taken away from me from doing that. No, and I think it also keeps you, cause you know, we, we tend to uh, gravitate to the things that we have and and I don't know what our friends and recommend that and that we know yes. we're like comfortable with, but it's really cool to just like throw yourself into, yeah, like you don't like country, but there's a lot of probably, you know more niche country that you may like i mean the the, the genre is quite broad um and very much so you know there's a yeah. lot of like i mean i don't even like myself saying like <laughs> i don't like country music yeah because it makes me seem like i'm like i don't know shutting out like 
this huge genre. Yeah. And, you know, and it's a very big one with, you know, lots of nuances. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly. cool. Exactly. So, and I think you could say that anyway. about anything in life, you know, just being open minded, I think is important. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there that you would just be so surprised that, whoa, I never thought of it this way. And I think it's important to, to keep an open mind. You know, it's funny you talking about the Substack stuff because, God, I'm just I'm blown away by how uh, how many cool like newsletters there are out there. I, I'm kind of sub subscribed to quite a few now. And um, this whole Substack thing is fascinating. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just sort of um, kind of want to start one myself. Um, I just can't decide on what because there's just so many good ideas but um i do subscribe to this one called oldster maybe you, you would like it sarah um i just i like the name it's fun what do you call me old <laughs> yeah it's fine i am and um i think their their like tagline is like traveling through time in a human body i think it's kind of cool so it's it sort of it, it i don't know i feel like in some ways it's like our show is like a sub stack because we're just kind of talking about like our day-to-day -day life and it, it's almost like a like a journal entry you know and um this particular um uh newsletter the the whoever it is that writes on the oldster is talking about losing their tolerance for alcohol and since we're kind of on our way out of january and this dry january thing that i know a lot of people glom onto and that's totally cool i i respect that um I, I wanted to just talk a little bit about alcohol and how it sort of our whole perspective changes on it all the time. And, you know, everybody's got their thing and, um, you know, you, you've got like your friends who don't drink at all and like you'll go out with them and you're like, oh, no, let's have some fun. And you're like trying to encourage and they're like, no. And maybe they're really into mocktails, which is, you know, a totally a thing right now. Um, but I just my relationship with alcohol like I'm not a big drinker I've never liked um volume of alcohol it it, it kind of just never really been a heavy drinker I I am a social drinker no um, I I I yeah I would say that you you are you are very um good at um balance capping yourself yeah I try to when I, others are not exactly yes <laughs> yes and I was always the <laughs> Irish goodbye girl you know I, I just couldn't I'd shut down but I, I didn't do the dry um January this month and I don't usually jump on these bandwagons we've talked about this before not because I think I'm like cooler than everybody else but I just I've never been one to do anything like any extremes I guess and I I just I, I never want to put myself I, I am disciplined and I have willpower and I'm generally pretty healthy, but I kind of just like the balance of everything and not going one too far on the spectrum. I did, however, drink a lot less this month, surprisingly, even though I did go on vacation and I thought, oh shit, I'm going to be partying for two weeks straight and I'm going to just like, you know, ruin my liver. But you know, I didn't. In fact, I, I had one big night with Mezcal, uh, which is, you know, the, the, what I was wanting to experience where I was in Oaxaca, um, which I always thought was my friend, but no, ever since that night, I just cannot even look at a <laughs> bottle of it. I'm just uh, cringe. Uh, yeah. And I, and I, I really truly love the taste of Mezcal. I, I I'm so it's crazy how much I'm just, I can't right now. And I, I, I just, I guess I always thought that, um, I, I guess I always thought that I, I never was somebody who needed to go full cold turkey because I never was a heavy drinker. And so I thought, oh, well, I'm not, you know, being detrimental to my body. Like I'm having a half a glass mm -hmm. of wine or maybe one or two like here and there, like throughout the weekend. Um, but I was reading this uh, recent New York Times article that's basically saying, you know, because you hear like over the years you hear like, oh, French people, they'll have a half glass of red wine and they're very healthy and it's really good for your heart and blah, blah, blah. And like now this article is basically saying that drinking even small amounts is bad for you. Just lies and all kinds of lies. Anyway, so um, I think it makes sense. I mean, alcohol is alcohol and it has sugar in it and none of those things. I mean, it's not good for you. I mean, it's not like it's full of vitamins or anything. I mean, I'm not, I, I understand that it's not great for you, but you know, a lot of people, not just uh, in the mainstream, but a lot of my friends are getting really into these mocktails because they're like, 
you know, for one reason or another, they're ready to like, you know, they're getting older and they don't want to drink a lot of actual alcohol. And I, I think it's really great. I think it's really cool. There's lots of companies now and lots of great things. In fact, last time I was in LA, there were quite a few brick and mortar shops just selling mocktail mixers, which is very LA. Um, and, but I think for me, the thing that I have a hard time with, it's not that I won't drink a mocktail. I think that's, I'd love to try new things. I just, the ritual of having a little bit of alcohol, wine in particular for me, um, it's just not the same. It's not the same ritual. Someone told me recently that they do a tea time with their partner at night instead of having a glass of wine. And I think that's really cute. And they try different wines and everything, but it's just a, it's like a different thing altogether. You know what I mean? It's not alcohol. It's that's tea and it's they try different teas yeah, yeah. and that's great I, but it's it doesn't mm -hmm. fill the same box for me i guess and i don't know i mean there are, there are nights yeah I, uh, I i'm i am not a cocktail person mm -hmm. um you know i might have a cocktail you know if someone like I don't know if I go somewhere where they're like, oh my God, the cocktails are so great, Sarah. Like, remember the beet cocktail at oh, Trick yeah. Dog that you and I used exactly. to love so I much? Love like, that stuff. There are certain, yeah, the there are certain cocktails and, where I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, so fun. Mm -hmm. But like, you can only have like one, yeah. you know, maybe two, like if you're getting crazy, mm -hmm. but like, not really. Like, cocktails are a little too much for me. Yeah. And a little too precious. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, I'm always like, I mean, unless it's somewhere where like the wine's gonna be like piss poor, like I'm like, oh, I'll just have a glass of wine, yeah, like, or like a beer. Let's keep it simple, mm -hmm. um, and I don't have to wait in line, you know, to have like the mocktail person, you know, make me my thing. But I get it. I get it where people say, I don't even really want to get drunk. I just like this like kind the of ritual. fun yeah. drink, mm -hmm. you know, that has like you know one two three four five parts that somebody with like a rosemary put into it, sprig like, on the lovingly. top and it's like a fun yeah and now i'm yeah, drinking it exactly and like not to the head but like sipping yeah. it yeah i get that and i think that's really cool and you know i'm i'm down for you know anybody who's like i want less alcohol mm -hmm. i want like i want like fun experiences but like with less of that i hear that from a lot of people these days um, and you know, a lot of, I, I think a lot of it is you get to a certain age and you're yeah. like, well, the hangover isn't worth it. I think it's so I don't age. Want that. I really do think it's age. I think it's also maybe people got like tired of, maybe they drank heavily during the pandemic because they were stuck at home. I mean, maybe we're taking yeah, more stock in our did. health and maybe we just want to yeah. live longer because life is, can be fun. And you know, they're just taking more. Uh, interest in their their health um but i want to hear from you guys please email us about your relationship with alcohol um <laughs> yeah if you have one yeah if you don't we want to hear that too yeah totally email us hi at such com. i mean or jump into discord and talk to us send us a message anything we just desperately want to hear from you speaking of discord Heather. here it comes so <laughs> so um so just a reminder um before we get to that um if you want to be a patron uh you can learn more about how to do that at patreon.com slash have such a good day um in our discord which is uh for anybody who can part with five dollars or more but five dollars minimum per month um, so we hope that's not too much. Um, can uh, join our Discord where we're talking to our like-minded feathered friends. <laughs> I'm just calling you guys feathered friends because it's fun. It sounds right it, it rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it does. Um, uh, about you know everything. You know, we we talk about stuff that we talk about on the show. We talk about stuff outside of the show. It's great, but. Um, a few of uh, a few patrons and I are all watching The Last of Us, and we all realized today because it was the day after episode three, that which was a very very good episode. You know where it's like we, we're all like we want to talk about it, but no spoilers. We want to talk about it though, but no spoilers. Oh shoot! I so I was like, yet. let me totally just forgot. like let me let me just like create a spoiler channel. Like let me just create it. Because then we can talk about that all day and like not totally. ruin the experience for everybody else, it. which is how 
this is how you know these sort of like um community conversations go where people are like well i don't really care about this like can't you just like have a channel for that indeed we can took me five seconds <laughs> so if anybody wants to talk about the last of us we're chatting in there so that um, was the chatter that was happening today i was like where's that coming from it was like bing 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 that's what it was. Yeah, I shouldn't was look because the, I actually, last of us. I haven't watched the oh recent episode. So I was oh, busy watching Freeway bad. last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You get to it when you can. And that's the beauty of this, it right? Is, it you is. don't have to watch it when everybody else watches it. But for those of us who are like, I have to talk about this or I'm going to explode. Um, <laughs> we, we, ha we were trying to uh, open up the Discord a little bit more to those sorts of conversations. So I if anybody it. who's in our Discord has some thoughts, you know where to tell us about that. And if you're not in our Discord, jump in. Um, if you so desire, we'd love to have you. Well, Heather, I think I think for, for now, um, until, I don't know, a good seven days from now, I think, I think episode 176 in Decan. It is indeed. Sarah, it's it's always it's always fun. Uh it's always a good time. It's always a good romp. <laughs> it's always a good romp. Always yeah. a good romp. Whether you're wearing a romper or not. <laughs> a good romp was had I like by a good all. romper. <laughs> I don't have even one. But I don't dislike them. Yeah. No, no. You know, uh, I don't know. Maybe in twenty twenty three I'll start wearing rompers. <laughs> gonna be a new trend they always the, romper sounds like diaper to me it does like, kind I've of i like, know i don't i don't <laughs> know why romper. that word came no. to my head <laughs> it's like it reminds me of wordle <laughs> where you're like why like because i know you and i play similarly where we you know some people will play the same set of a few words as their main word my to mother start it out. being one of yes them. your mother yeah. and you and i kind of whatever comes to our head and then sometimes it's like that came to your head first thing <laughs> It's like, I just find 100%. it very amusing. Well, because Heather and I, we, this is what we do in the morning. Every yeah, morning without fail. <laughs> you know, and there are certain times where Heather's like, you got that one too, but like, what? Like, how? Like, you had the I'm like, weirdest word. Know. Like, what made you think of I just wanted to get on the board. And I won. <laughs> like, really quick. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. There's no rhyme or reason to how it starts. But that's what Once makes it, it so starts, fun. then I'm like, all right, now, now we're talking strategy. But yeah. you know, to begin with, I'm like, just it's five a fun words. peek into our brains and how they work, Sarah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm appreciative of our morning, uh, our morning chats about it. But until next week, and until tomorrow's uh, Wordle with you, Sarah, which I'll be talking to you very soon. Uh, but the rest of you, <laughs> thank you for listening. We love you so much, and we'll see you next week. And until then, I will be Heather forever, and I will be Sarah for at least for now. Yeah, have such a good day. Smooch. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.